Hello and welcome to another Supply Diversity and Small Business Economic Impact Report. I am your host, Jamie White, and I want to thank everybody for joining us for another week. As always, please like, subscribe, share, and comment on the video if you so choose. First up, let's talk about the economy. Um, more specifically, the United States-China trade deal that really saw a lot of action or non-action, if you will, happen this week. So essentially, if, if you're not too familiar, basically the trade deal between the U.S. and China has been going on for a little while now. Uh, it was supposed to have ended in the first quarter of this year. However, a extension was given uh, because there was progress being made on both sides so <laughs> very recently so about this week uh, basically president trump has come out and said that uh, the chinese um, trade i guess uh, group has or the people you know on the chinese side for this trade deal are starting to pull back on certain certain agreements that they had made previously so because of that um, the united states now announced that they are going to be increasing um, tariffs to that country. And obviously, China is not just going to <clears throat> sit back. Uh, they will also be increasing uh, tariffs as well um, in retaliation. So as you can see, the U.S. early today increased tariffs on 200 billion of Chinese goods to 25% from 10%. And President Trump has threatened to extend levies to other goods from the country as well. It also states in here, where is it? Here it is. Go back up. Uh, it also states that um, updated his outlook for U.S., Chinese, and global economies, estimating that the move to hike tariffs to 25% from 10% on half of U.S. imports from China will result in with China raising 8% tariffs on 60 billion of U.S. imports to 25%. So that's going to be the, the retaliation on the, on the Chinese front. So basically, we are now at a standstill. One, one of the reasons why a lot of people were estimating that the economy was doing so well was because of the progress that was being made with the big, big global economies. But with this, this pullback and with this, this addition in tariffs, a lot of people are predicting a lot of, a lot of pain to happen to both countries because of that. So there's some estimates uh, that they, I'll let you take a look just of the chart real quick, where, where they're basically stating, you know, this is what will happen because of the tariffs increasing and kind of this is, in terms of the drop in our economy, uh, our GDP growth, uh, this will this is what will happen if we go to a full-scale war, uh, trade war, excuse me, between the U.S. and China. Uh, so I don't want to necessarily take a look at the, the doomsday scenario just yet, but basically this is, this is the baseline of, of what we're looking at somewhere between a drop, drop of zero to, to negative point, what is that, 0. 0.5, 0. 0.4, 0. 0.5% for the U.S. So if you're, if you're counting, this last quarter, we had a 3.2% growth. So if that was knocked down 0.4%, that would be, that would shoot down to about 2.8%. And one of the things that the Trump administration has always been pushing for is excuse me, a growth rate of at least 3%. So as you can see, that, that will have some negative effect. Um, spending some time on that just because it's really the big news of the day. 
something that everybody needs to be aware of. Now, moving forward, um, fair chairman, or not fair chairman, excuse me, feds, uh, let me see if it says which. Fed governor uh, basically says that uh, income inequality may be hampering the U.S. economy. So Federal Reserve Governor Lael Bannard, uh, sorry if I mispronounced that, <coughs> basically um, said that uh, our economy is uh, growing slower or recovering slower than it normally does. And the reason behind that is because of the huge uh, income inequality that we have uh, within our nation. Now, this is something that has been stated time and time again, um, but it needs to be stated time and time again because this is important and it's not getting any better. So basically, <clears throat> the normal recovery from you know drops in, in in economic growth, such as the fourth quarter, would usually have have um, increased a, a lot quicker. But we're just seeing slower growth, and again, the reason being is because income inequality. Uh, no 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 real solutions were given. Um, it's just saying that that this is the issue and that while we seem to be growing at, at a nice rate, we're actually growing slower than normal. Um, and we need to recognize that and you know figure out ways to to combat that. Uh, next up, record job gain signals Canadian economy is gathering steam. So for the most recent quarter, uh, I'm sorry, for the recent month in, in April, uh, Canada has seen a, a nice uptick in and job creation, and that's industry-wide. So there isn't just one or two industries that that are that are seeing this growth. It's it's industry-wide when it comes to the to the country. Um, apparently, it, <laughs> they have had some slowing of growth over the past couple of months. But what they essentially said was that it's going to be slow for a little while, but we're going to get back on track um, around this time frame, which it seems like they have. Uh, one of the bigger pieces, uh, because this is this is on the labor side in terms of growth, uh, people are expecting obviously their economy to, to match that. So I just wanted to kind of point that out that it, it appears that now Canada is, is kind of transitioning to, uh, at least in the near term, near term being, especially over the summer, uh, they should be seeing some growth in, in that sector. So, you know, if, if or not sector, but when it comes to jobs. So if you're dealing with Canadian businesses, now may, may be the time to, to kind of connect and, and and help them grow and, you know, in turn, help yourself grow. Next up, uh, so last two are just kind of interesting pieces that, that I just wanted everybody to to know about. Uh, first up is the top city for small businesses for this year, according to, let me get this, uh, biz to credit annual rankings. As you can see, Miami. Uh, so congratulations, Miami, is uh, what biz to credit is saying the best spot to start a small business. So um, just give some facts about Miami-Dade County and, and what it's like in terms of uh, overall small business, uh, I guess, uh, atmosphere, if you will, or environment. Uh, so it kind of goes there. So if you're interested to kind of learn more about if you're interested in moving your business to Miami or starting a business in Miami and you want to learn more about it, uh, definitely, this is the article for you, because as you can see, it is nothing but how great Miami is. <laughs> but the um, reason why I showed this is because I also wanted to show you the list of the top 25 cities for, for small businesses. So I'm going to point out my own city, because that's where I'm from. Uh, so Detroit, as you can see, is 20, uh, 21, excuse me. Last year is 20, so it's still in that 20 range. Hopefully we can, hopefully we can you know, increase and hop up 
at some point. Uh, New York last year was 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 number one, um, so it dropped to number four. But as you can see, the top four haven't changed. Uh, the big one of the bigger movements, as you can see, is San Diego. So, you know, again, pretty interesting list. Uh, if you want to take a look, um, see where your city ranks, by all means, check it out. Um, I think it's interesting. And and yeah. Last up, the 2019 Diversity Inc. has released their top companies for diversity. Uh, one of the good things that I like about their, their list is that it really measures diversity in all aspects. So from workforce diversity um, to supplier diversity, um, different, thing, different things um, that deal with, again, diversity on a, on a whole business scale um, is, is ranked. So as you can see, just here's a couple. Uh, top regional companies, top hospitals and health systems, utilities, companies for talent acquisition, supplier diversity, as I mentioned before, uh, and a number of other ones. So definitely, um, this is another list-based article, or not article, but I guess information set. So definitely, if you're interested, I'll have the link in the in the in the description below. Take a look, see if your company is, is on it, um, and learn more about these these businesses and how they're supporting diversity. And, and diverse, small and diverse businesses. Excuse me. So with that being said, uh, as always, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for taking a look at the this week's podcast. Um, please like, subscribe, comment on the video, and share with anybody you think would like to see this. Um, thank you so much, and have a great week.